Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Did you improve on the design? Did you do something new, right? Like, when people point to Steph Curry, for example, he did something new. LeBron did something new. Magic and Bird were doing something new. MJ did something new. One of the things I think that hurts Kobe when he sort of gets bypassed in the conversation, like with LeBron and MJ, is that he came along and did MJ, almost exactly MJ, whereas the next guy to do something other than MJ, who was the best, is going to be more in the conversation. It's not as direct a comparison, right? He did have, 80, he did have 81. I felt yeah, but he, but his whole game—he's the same size. He plays the same position. He he talked this. He sounded the same when he talked for a while, right? Like he he conducted his press conferences the same. He he I, he, he studied think, his moves. You don't think he improved the design? See, I think Kobe improved the design of MJ. Maybe it, 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 it didn't lead to the results. The way in other MJ's words, he added were, a layer of yeah, skill, one like every percent. Je- but but that's not when I hear improve on the design. I guess, yes, that counts. Like, you can be derivative of the original and add to it, or you can be an original. Like, Steph Curry's an original, yes. and, and Kobe Bryant is derivative but layered on it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. By the way, we're coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. Speaking of Kobe, I just know that I saw that commercial yesterday with him and Jalen. I'll take 81 out of olives, please. Yeah. 81. Jalen's <laughs> Jalen's it's, like, it's one of the best commercials there ever is, by the way. All right, that was a so, good transition. Let's go. Max. Jimmy Butler, I wouldn't say has improved on the design, right? Like, is he a superstar? But he has—he's like, how would you maxing out what he's got? Let's not forget, he's in the finals not only twice but conference finals three times in four years. Two times, right? Conference finals, Final, three conference times. finals, yeah, finals okay. twice yeah. in four years. He's only been with the organization four years. Who wouldn't sign up for that? And and he, and he's doing it as an underdog, right? He's usually the underdog as he's advancing in multiple series. Can he be the best player on a championship team? Key, what do you think? Uh, yeah, he can. He could be the best player on a championship team, but he needs help. Um. I don't think when you look at guys that are in that Jimmy Butler category, they all have some sort of help. Now, he has Bam, but they need a Bam 2, right? You got a Bam, can you get a Bam 2? Can you get a guy who, you know, can you put him with could, could it, uh, Dame Lillard in them? Yes, but Dame Lillard is a bigger star scoring threat than Jimmy Butler. But if you grab a Dame Lillard and you put him with them, they're they going to be right there in the end. If you grab, let's say, a healthy Paul George, for instance, you put them right there, they're going to be right there in the end. I think just him right now is the, the way things are constructed in Miami, then no, he's not going to be, he's going to be able to do exactly what he's doing, willing them to victory, but in the end, they're going to run out of gas. So I, oh, uh, define best player, Max, because I, I think you can put somebody around him who is a prolific scorer that would answer a lot of questions. Now, whether that person is the full package or not defensively, 
you know, because we, we love the pop, the entertainment of scoring and high flying and dropping 50. Like that, that to us is the better player. Whereas you can look at Jimmy, the roots of who he is defensively, how he pushes people, how he's always at the right spot at the right time, hitting clutch shots. Those are elements. So I, I think he could share the load. I think there could be other players that could be complimentary that could help him pop so off So interesting. Better. You bring this up, and I start to think, how often has – we expect so much more on defense to call you the best player than on offense. Like offense, you just lead the league and lead the team in scoring. Oh, that's the best. But in defense, I'm trying to think, Bill Russell – was primarily a defender, was a great athlete and could give you 30 in a game seven when you needed it, but was really known primarily for his defense. He was maybe the greatest defensive player of all time. You got to be Bill freaking Russell on defense in order to be thought of as the best player. But on offense, you just got to lead the team in scoring. Well, Max, let me even add another layer to you. Most people, when they wake up and they watch games, you're watching on SportsCenter or you're watching it on your phone. You're watching offensive highlights. People don't know about defensive strategies or, you know, when you send somebody to the baseline that you've actually won that possession. You think people know scouting report or pay attention to those details? No, they're not. So we prioritize scoring, high flying. Oh, yeah, 50 last hour. Are you kidding me? That's all people see. You got to be Lawrence Taylor, Aaron Donald. Bill Russell, say even if you're Dennis Rodman, no one's ever calling you the best player on the team. <laughs> Dennis Rodman, man, was so good on defense, but people know it's offense is easy to understand, I think, right? So when you add in the defense, yes, I think I agree, Key, he can be the best player and Jay, the best player in a championship team, but he needs more help. Bam, if you got Bam as your second best player, you need another dude as good as Bam. He can't be your best offensive player. Ah. Like you, you need somebody who can pop differently because Jimmy has shown you multiple who would times. That he be? Can... Give me an example of a guy who's a Dame. better offensive player, but Jimmy's still the best player on the team. Because I think if Dame is on the team, you start to think, eh, maybe he's the best yeah, player. Yeah, because Dame's different. Uh... So, so who could you add to the Heat where Jimmy Butler is still the best player on the team, but, Jay, but, but not the best offensive player? Is, is Dame different? Does, I, I don't, and I'm asking you this because I don't know from a defensive standpoint. Uh, in you're right about the offensive side. When I think of Dame Litter, I think of 50. Yeah, I, I agree. Think, I don't think of steals. I don't think of my guy. I get 50, my guy gets 12. I don't think of it that way when I think of Dame. So is he the best player on the Miami Heat or is he the best scorer on the Miami Heat? See, all right. Let me, let me go to the Dame thing first because I think you're right about this, Key. Like, I think it will be very interesting because you have two alpha pit bulls if you had Dame and Jimmy on the same squad, right? You, you are going to say that anybody who knows those two cats would say, all right, that's going to be both your teams, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, an example of what Max was kicking it about, asking about, like I think a player that could epitomize that, Max, would be a guy like Bradley Bill, I was who can Bradley pop Bill. offensively. Right. And it's, it, it still feel like both theirs, but – you still know it's Jimmy's. I feel like if Dame were to come to Miami, you're, you're really, is it Jimmy's? Is it Dame's? Not that that's going to be a bad thing, right? But they have both have such strong personality traits. So if Bradley Beal were on the Heat, on this Heat team, take, Ooh, take out Tyler Hero, oh who was hurt, put on Bradley Beal. Do, oh they, do they chip up? They're right there. See, that's, but see, it's right, funny because right being right there and winning is two different things. Well, I, I, I mean, look, Denver's really good. But I think that, Every, that, you're I, always playing someone really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, the, you know? The odds, the odds would, 
would pop. The probability would jump. Yeah, I think they would jump higher. It could. They could. <laughs> they could conceivably win a championship because with Bradley, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal can go for fifty. Yeah, he can go for forty. But, but Jimmy Butler would still be the best player. I think Jimmy Butler would still go in clutch time. Yeah, you would still want Jimmy with the ball in his hands to make those plays. And also to lock down the other perimeter player and all that. And then Jimmy would be actually able to focus on Jamal Murray without having to worry about, do I need to preserve myself for the fourth quarter? Wouldn't that be the same thing if he had Dame, though, Jay? He can, Dame could go for 40 or 50, 35. For Wouldn't sure, but the then same? Dame would be the best player, though, Key, because he's but he only the best player because he's high-flying and scoring, and we're looking at it different. If Bradley Bill's still giving you the same point total, just like Jay said, he can go for 50 at any time. Dame could go for 50 at yeah, any time. Yeah, but there's something about the way Dame creates extra space from the depth from which he shoots, like Steph Curry. He makes great decisions with the ball. Like, he's, he is... I make some good decisions he, with the ball. And Bradley Beal makes great decisions, like, decisions, too. Offensively, yeah, I like nice, Damian man. Lillard better than Bradley Beal. You like Bradley Beal offensively better than Damian Lillard? I, I do not. And then Bradley Beal's great. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. I, I, watch, I watch some Wizards game, dog. Bradley Beal's cold. He's, he's nice. He, I'm just, people don't watch the Wizards like that. But if you had Bradley to choose between Bill him and Damian cold. Lillard, who are you taking? Or is it just a personality thing, as Key is saying? Is it Lillard's alpha personality that's leading his – because to me, Lillard's offense is so ridiculous. And, I'll take and, Dame. I'll take Dame. Right. right. Yeah. I would take yeah. Dame. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So you're in the same position, essentially, whether it's Dame or Bradley Beal, but Jimmy Butler, because both ends of the floor – makes him, in my opinion, Jay, without being in the NBA like you or college basketball player of the year like you, it feels like on both ends of the floor it will make somebody the best player because they're doing it on both ends of the floor. You think Butler's better than Damian Lillard, Key? It's not not that he's better than him. It's that he's giving you on both ends of the floor – more. Right. But when, you, when you add up the value. Can I tell you what some guys you, in the but... league say when they think about like Jimmy Butler coming to their teams in the past? Yeah. Right? So I've heard this from owners. I've heard this from certain players where they wonder like, no, like Jimmy's going to want to do it his way. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a lot of room for interpretation. Right. So if that's the case, even though Jimmy's fitting under the umbrella of, you know, Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra, Dame, how does that work? Because Dame will meet Jimmy where he's at, and there will be confrontation. Whereas I think Bradley might be more apt to be like, okay, like I'm willing to do it that way. See, it seems, it seems like, and, and I don't know Jimmy Butler. I know Dame, but I don't know Jimmy Butler. It seemed like that Jimmy Butler would, wouldn't mind deferring I agree. to yeah, he Dame in certain situations. One million percent he wouldn't. Yeah, like he's not hung up on trying to be the guy. You know, some people got these egos. Oh, I got to be the guy. You know, no matter what, even though they know they're not the guy, it doesn't fit. It doesn't feel that way to me with him. You know, but what I else don't know him. Key I, and Jay, I, I think sometimes when guys speak the same language, like in in Damian Lillard and Jimmy Butler's case, the language is competition, right? They're, they speak the same competitive language. I think that could, that works out because. Because they because they can communicate right like they're on, on a certain level. I, I just wonder. They how, understand. I just wonder how Jimmy will do. And it's a, it's a question you hear people around the league asking if somebody constantly challenges Jimmy. Jimmy challenges other people. I'm not sure how Jimmy handles teammates challenging him yet. You I, find I, out with Lillard. You're saying yes. Yeah. But has somebody has ever, just as much but, credibility but has he as ever, him. But has he ever played with a major superstar 
like a Dame Lillard. I know he no. was with Cat and him. And, yeah, Derrick so, Rose, but Derrick Rose wasn't as vocal as Dame It's is. usually he's brought into a situation with a young, big, <clears throat> Embiid, Cat, someone like that, and he gets to go into the big brother role. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now same equal grounds now. Yeah. Mm. If it happens. Is the Heat season a disappointment? <laughs> Dude. I'm a eight, kid, Max. Eight. Say ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Heat fans, is a season of disappointment? Jay. You know, go ahead, Key. Started from the bottom, now here. Jay. Oh, yeah. no, go, man. Y'all going y'all gonna to finish this off. What? Not all finals losses are created equal. I'll give you an example. LeBron's first finals loss in 07, that's to his credit. Because what were they doing in the finals, man? That team shouldn't have been in the finals. LeBron, his greatness elevated the team, got him there. Then they lose in the finals. You're not holding that against them. Versus his finals loss his first year with the Heat, you hold that against them. You go, oh, hold on. You guys were just as good, and you got beat, right, in the moment of truth. So, so one loss is, it, 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 does that count against? Yeah, yeah, you got to the finals, and you lost, and you had probably more talent. But 07, that doesn't count against you. Come on, man. You had no business there. That's to your credit. Jimmy Butler in the Heat. Is this season a disappointment? On the one hand, they're underdogs the whole way. On the other hand, four years, three times in the conference finals, two finals, and you still come up without one disappointment yes or no 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 it's, I mean it, for them personally it should be a disappointment because if you're a competitor that's how we're all built because you believe that you were there that you had a legitimate chance to win of course you should be disappointed if you're the Miami Heat if you're on the outside looking in this is gravy this has been one heck of a season 
You guys were nowhere close to this good of a team throughout the course of the regular season. They were hindered by injuries. They did not shoot the three well. There were challenges there within that organization. They hit the ground running during the playoffs. You had one of the best performances we've seen in playoff history when Jimmy went for 56 against the number one seed in Milwaukee. You beat them. Then you beat the Knicks. Then you turn around and you, you're up 3-1 against the Boston Celtics. The Celtics come back. You win game seven in Boston. To get to the NBA Finals, you find out so much about your team. Guys like Gabe Vincent, guys like Max Struess, guys like Duncan Robinson. You're always going to wonder if Tyler Hero were healthy, what could have been. But this has been one heck of a season that shows the great culture of the Miami Heat with Eric Spolster and Pat Riley. Disappointing from what standpoint? Who? Like, is it the fans? Is it the players, the organization? Like, who? Because if I'm on the team – I'm involved or I'm a fan. Hell yeah, it's disappointing. Like, what? Like, I can't sleep at night. I'm sick as a dog to my stomach. Like, it doesn't matter if we were the eighth seed or not. Guess what? We were one of two still standing in the end. I'm sick. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but that's me. That's how I hold it mm-hmm. to me. So it's all about who you talking to when you say that. So if you're talking to someone on the team, I totally get it, Key. I totally get it. But if if you're talking to the fans. Yeah, fans. Absolutely they disappointed. Well, we're going to talk to some fans. You think you got a shot, even though we might know that there's really no real shot, but we still are in the dance. But, but so check we it think out, anything can happen. An ankle, the, a shoulder, the, an ankle, the, shoulder. The, the Knicks when Jokic twisted eight his ankle, you're like, please. In 99, yeah. the Knicks were an eight seed, right? And Patrick Ewing got hurt heading into the finals. And they played the Spurs. And I was a Knicks fan at the time still. And I was right. not disappointed because I realized, yo, we're an eight seed. We're lucky to get in. And we don't fan, have Patrick though, Ewing. Oh, no, I was a, a hardcore fan. You can't we, be. Stop, stop. You we, can't st- be. Stop, stop. Key, key. I'm not going to hear I, I, I'm not going to get bogged down in this ridiculous No, argument. you can't be. I was an insane Knicks fan feel, as a kid. If you don't feel the pain in your gut, wait, wait. you there, can't be. I felt the pain in 94 when the Knicks went to a Game 7 with the Houston Rockets and had a comparable team to the Rockets. In 99, when the Knicks were an 8 seed and they somehow wound up in the finals – and they wound up there without Patrick Ewing, and they were playing Tim Duncan and company, you knew going in, come on, man, we're not supposed to win this. We, you knew that as a fan. You're not, if you if you think in that way, I'm just being honest with you. You If you if you really think in that way, you're not a real fan, man. Incorrect. If you if you thinking, oh, well, we really don't have a chance when you're walking into that building, you're not a real fan, man. Incorrect. You're not crying in the this, end. This, you're not feeling this, that pain. This Incorrect. is so good. This is so good that I would like to take some callers to determine, Max, whether you were really a fan or not. Trotsky in Alabama, you're on KJM. <laughs> Let them be the judge. Hey, fellas, how y'all doing? Trotsky, on, Trotsky. were you hey, listening uh, to the conversation? Hey, wanna... Trotsky, before you kick it, yeah. were you listening to the conversation? Is okay. Max Was Max a real Knicks fan or not? No, he wasn't, because if you're a real fan, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's not an issue of it hurting or not. It's an issue of whether or not you're disappointed in the season. This is great. What? This makes me so happy. Not, okay, not semantics. Nice, What's hey, the difference in hurting it? Never, go ahead, Trotsky. Yeah, go ahead, Trotsky. Hey, but Jay, you said something that that sparked me. I'm a real. I'm a cartoon fanatic. Do y'all remember the uh, cartoon uh, Justice League? Yeah, with, uh, yeah. Peace man, Batman. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna compare this analogy to Jimmy Butler. Everybody, the original founding members, you know, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern. Everybody had superpowers. 
that Batman was considered, uh, I guess you could say, quote unquote, a superhero. Gee, why didn't but you his, come up with his, like his strength was like the gadgets and Alfred and all that. That's what I consider Jimmy Butler. It's like great the analogy. That's a great analogy. He to, yeah, he needs the he needs the uh, the gadgets. You know what I'm saying? Yes. To, awesome. to help him. To be the quote unquote superhero. Trotsky, that is a great analogy. When did you think of that? When uh, Jay said Jay said something that sparked my interest. Jay, you said like there's only what five superstars in the league mm. or six, whatever. And I thought about that. I was like, well, he's not a superstar, but he can't be a part of a superstar team. See how Trotsky takes it to the next level, Jay. Just just listen to Trotsky. You had this idea. And then he you're thought the worst of friend. a great I just analogy. Know, I just want the world to know you are the worst friend of all time. How am I a bad time. friend? I'm you giving did it you with credit. Steve Kerr. Now you're doing it again. What did I? What I do? What I do? <laughs> Who me? That's you know what I mean, Key. I understand what he means about the super friends analogy. You know? Yeah. Only if Jay would have thought of that. If only Jay would have thought of that. <laughs> Jay, you got to get more creative. <laughs> Big <laughs> Will in North Carolina. You're on KJM. Hey, what's going on? Good morning, fellas. Big Will, how, how, how come it's not Big Willie? How come it's not Big Willie? How come it's just Big <laughs> Will, not Big Willie? Because my drill sergeant gave me that name back in 01. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh, that came out like a shot. Okay. All right. Okay, baby. Yeah, I see Big, you, Will. Big Will. But no, uh, a couple of things. One, uh, for Yates and those fellas, I'm a stump for them. They always tell people to turn their uh, they car phone uh, down. Mm. People just hard headed. You know, people are hard headed have got a soft. When they you know, tell you, how do they tell you? It's like, yeah, yeah, turn your car phone down, or is it like, listen, this is very important. You need to turn your radio <laughs> they, down and only. They, uh, and then, <laughs> how do they do it? No, they let you. They let you know. Matter of fact, I'm, I was getting my steps in, and they told me, hey, that dog in the background, you're gonna need to make him chill for a minute. So they do their thing. Yeah. Second of all, Jay was right on the call. Uh, that was a bad call for Jimmy Butler. He initiated the contact. Had he went straight up and down, I don't think Aaron would have made contact. Thank you. Last thing, I want to give you all y'all flowers. Long Mike and Mike saying, when they changed over, I wasn't sure how things were going to go, but you guys have been a pleasant surprise. Jay, you're Duke, you played a Duke, Tar Heels fan, but you're still my top two favorite uh, college player of all time. You're dope. Keyshawn, I was a victim of being a fan, not knowing who you really were until you got this platform. So all that diva stuff, I'm glad to see who you are. No, I'm a diva. No, 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 no. Big Will, I'm, <laughs> look, I'm look, a diva. But you – but you know, he a cool you know, but you know, you know how fans get, you know, the media, you know, the narrative and all that crap. But I like the real you and who you've become. I listen to you talk sports all day. And finally, Max, love listening to you talk about sports. And I'm going to say thank you for always being an ally and using your voice and platform to speak up on things that need to be spoken on. Y'all do. Appreciate right, it, Big, Big Will. Will. I'm still like a diva, period. He, I like his, cool an- I like his answer. Though. He's like, why, why yeah. Big Will, not Big Will? Because my drill sergeant gave me that. Boom. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, but see, I'm Key, a cool diva. Yeah, because you you I'm gonna put everybody else on as long as they make sure you're joint straight. I, I, you know I am I, mean? I am proud of what you've become. Well, well I've always been me. I ain't nothing changed. <laughs> like, I wanted him to finish Jay without jumping in all these. But I'm like, what I've become? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I've only what, been doing this 18 years. What but okay. we've learned in this segment is that Key don't, has don't evolved. You do, don't you He's do it. become. Don't you and yes. Jay, Max, you can you work on your my magic juices. and creativity. You come up with good points, but sometimes a caller will distill that point using an analogy like super friends. That Jimmy so Butler's trapped. like Batman because he doesn't have superpowers. I feel so trapped because if I say what's on my mind right what's now, I mind? become defensive. What do you and mean? And then it makes me look like I didn't say it. I'm just trapped. I don't know I'm what trapped. you mean you by this. You put me in the corner and what? I don't like it. I don't know what you mean. 
What's the most likely land? Look, Jay has to, you know, big important things to do. It. Listen, I want you to take this idea that this you guy know, gave don't you see, set friends. me up again. Take it to get up and see what you can do with it. You can pass it off as your own, maybe. You know, you, I, I would give him credit for it. But okay, what's the most likely landing spot for Dalvin Cook, KJM? Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. <laughs> Key, you want to take some calls? Yo! Ooh, yes. What happened? We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Gary in SoCal. Let's see how well this is call screened. Gary in SoCal. You're on KJM. Good morning. What's wrong with this dude, man? Top of the morning. Top of the morning, man. First time, long time. Um, Max, Keyshawn, y'all legends out here in SoCal. 710 ESPN. But Key, I just want to ask you. I'm, I'm a faithful 710 listener. But I want to ask you, what, what, what happened at the Mandy's, man? I heard you he was doing a pony with Morales. <laughs> yeah, we was having fun. That's all. A little fun, a little pony. <laughs> but, Mandy's, of course, are no, the awards <laughs> show for uh, 710 ESPN Radio, right? Yes, sir. No females, though? No, like, no, uh, on a chair? Why, like, like, can we get an explanation? Man, can all you the tell bit. us what he's talking about? Man, the pony is a uh, Morales, Chris Morales, who who's, uh works over at Seven Ten ESPN. We he has a little bit where he puts the chair down and he straddles the chair and all those sort of things. So we had a little bit where we were doing that on stage. Mm. It's a great. It's a, it's a it's a uh, a staple of Seven Ten ESPN. It's part of part of our whole deal. When I had the morning show with with Travis and LZ. Man, I used to love going down to L.A. Live, basically, because it was uh, I w- we would do Sports Nation in the morning, and then Max Marcellus in the afternoon. That whole just like driving to work in the morning, and 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 that whole place, man, some fond memories of that place. It's a great spot. <laughs> They're playing. <laughs> That's the music right there. <laughs> oh God. That's fun times, you know, to get the tequila flowing, and it really turns into a party. It's a big party. Jason in New Mexico is on KJM right now. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. How you doing? 
Good, good. What you got, Jason? Can you hear me? We got you. Jason, you there? Oh, okay. Yeah. So you there I just wanted Jason? to say you you were definitely a, a true Knicks fan. Mm. And I also want to say uh, Jay Williams is wrong. And I wasn't sold on you as being a a total sports analyst because I've seen you in boxing before. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think that you have increased your knowledge on mm-hmm. on sports in a whole. So <laughs> good good for you. But wait, well, I have, wait, I have wait, Jason. But wait, Jason. How could you be a true Knicks fan and you don't feel the pain and you're not sick and depressed when they lose for at least a week? How could, if I ask Spike Lee this question, because Spike, they're, they're, they're gonna, you know, they're gonna lose. Oh, well, then you're not, a, you're not sorry, a true fan. Man. No, no, Keith. Football is different. Football, any it given has Sunday, nothing to do with football. It, it does Max. in basket, baseball, and football. The lesser team can win. NBA, you got wrong. You got best of yeah, seven. You when you're wrong. a much lesser team, you know you're, you're so probably wrong. gonna lose. No, you're I agree. so wrong. I you're agree. not a fan. I you're agree. not a true fan if you're looking at your team and saying, "Oh." We're probably going to lose. Why would you even? What? Why? I want to get more about more, more, back to me now, J- Jason. You're right. I have increased my knowledge. I always do when I back sit next to, to me now. right. Back to me. More <laughs> me. When I sit next to Jay Will for several years, every day for hours, of course I'm going to learn more basketball. I sit next to Keyshawn, talking to him four hours a day for two years. You think I'm not going to learn more football? What kind of a fool would I be if I didn't? I sat next to Roy Jones, ringside for years. Manuel Stewart soaked up. I knew a lot of boxing, but soaked up a lot more. You're always so you, learning. So you admit life. that you didn't know anything, almost cursed. You didn't know anything prior to sitting next to me and Jay. No, you admit, no, that's selling you've been yourself short. these people for 20 years. Key, you're selling yourself short. No, no, you said I, I knew plenty, but I learned a lot more, of course. <laughs> See, you're selling yourself short. I came in, you know, with a high school diploma, and now I got a PhD. How do you like that? All right. So, by the way, Key, I just want to point something out. You see, when I said, hey, call screen, oh, we're screening it. But notice since then, when I said, wait, how are you doing it? Are you letting them know? Care? Are they letting you know carefully? Since then, boom, every caller, as soon as we pick up, they're right there. No delay. No, they was it, it, uh, they, they can't control they can't uh, control what oh. the callers do on their radios. You you tell you mean them, to tell me there hasn't been a special control Think about room. it, Max. No, no. Think about no, yep. no. Hold on, Max. Think about it. All right. They tell you to do something, you don't do it. Right. The guy's not listening. No, but they listen. He's That's hearing. the point. No, no, no. I don't they listen. They always listen. no. They <laughs> always tell the people, Max, turn down your radio. But if somebody's not listening and they're just hearing, turn down your radio. They don't turn it down because it went in one ear and out the other, and they're excited to be on the show, so they forget all about what somebody told them. That's all. You may have made a good point. I wasn't listening. Uh, Nuno. <laughs> What's up? Has there been a special emphasis since it's become a point on the air of telling the caller, tell the truth, Nuno, I'm trusting you, saying, hey, listen, turn down the rate. Have you been emphasizing it? Oh, no. As Key as, uh, Key's saying, the, the callers 99% of the time listen more than you guys do a lot of times. Hmm. 99% no, of the time a lot guys. of times. Well, don't you say you guys. I apologize. <laughs> don't say you guys. Don't say you guys. 99% me, of the time, a lot of times. Of it. <laughs> Bruce in Connecticut, you're on KJM. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Great show. I listen to you every morning. Um, I couldn't side with Key more on this. I mean, if, it's, if you're not feeling it in your gut, 
it doesn't matter if you've overachieved. I equate it back to like the Shabazz Napier UConn team, right? They probably weren't expected to get to the final, uh, you know, the, the the championship game. But once they did, if they lost that, I would have been my, my gut would have been shredded. And even in a regular season game, when they lose, don't talk to me for 20 minutes after the game. I need to decompress. Yes. I mean, I'm emotionally invested, and then when you're a fan, you got to be. Yeah, but that, there's that, a difference that, between. That, I mean, uh, go ahead. Uh, I'm about to call you Jay. There's Max. a difference between being upset. Of course you're upset. You're emotionally devastated. But saying you're disappointed like you were expect, like when it's all said and done, you look back and you say, was the season a disappointment? Because that's the original question about the Heat. Yeah, after the season, season was not a disappointment. But Jay, I mean, Jay, damn, Max. Yeah, I'm the other one. After the other one. Yeah, you guys look alike. After you get through the depression, yeah. now you become disappointed. And now you reflect on, well, we really didn't have a chance. But immediately out the gate, you're sick as a dog I, if you're a true fan. I, I agree with that. Something. I'll give you one of my experiences yeah. as a kid. Yeah. When I was a kid, USC, this is 1982. Mm-hmm. This is how long ago I'm talking about. I was a kid. Yeah, 10. In 1982, they lost to Penn State in the Fiesta Bowl. And Todd Blackledge and, 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 and Matt Millen and we had Marcus Allen and everybody. I was throwing up as a kid when we lost in that, in that Fiesta Bowl. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My mom thought something was wrong with me because all I, I remember like it was yesterday, boo-hooing, boo-hooing, because I was so invested mm-hmm. in the Cardinal and Gold as a Trojan, nothing, just nothing. And it's it's like that. I when get you, it. I'm not I'm I'm not arguing that you don't have an enormous emotional investment and that feels bad. But the original question was should Heat fans be disappointed in the season? Feeling crushed in the moment is different than looking back and going, "No, nah, no, nah, you know what? No, no. We overachieved this year." No, but disappoint okay. Disappointment in the season is we didn't make it to the final. Now when you make it to the final, Everything that went on during the regular season is wiped away. You it recalibrate. It's, you recalibrate. It wipes away. Because I'm one of two standing to the end. There's only two of us. There's and if it was two. one, and see, here's what I think is different in football. Because, it, because look, if they won, what's the flip side of that? Going through the roof. Not oh, being, it's a, we're a, the greatest. But, but we'll it, take on the Bulls. The flip side of uh, – well, so football to basketball. In football – you're disappointed no matter what, even if you're the lesser team, because you always have a shot in one game. The Sixers beat the Lakers in the first game in 0-1. You can win that one game. But when you have a best-of-seven series and you are clearly overmatched, once you get over the disappointment of not winning the whole thing, you're going to look back at the season and go, the season was not a disappointment. This was an, this was an excellent season for the Miami Heat. Look at what they were working with. Look I'll what they say overcame. one last time. You're there in the end, man. Right, and you listen. always feel you have a chance. Eight games, nine games, three games, six games, no games. You feel you have a chance. How about this one? Was Jimmy Butler's Game 5 performance disappointing? While we're talking about disappointing. 888-SAY-ESPN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful 
for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. <clears throat> Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> Pardon me. Presented Woo! by Progressive Insurance. This is a good one. I haven't heard this in a minute. Yes. Sorry, Max. <laughs> Monica McNutt with a little extra flair today. Yes. I feel Don't like I can do something. Monica, I know you're ready. Yes, I am. Listen, I'm in the islands at the end of the month, <laughs> counting yes, down. Girl. Shout out to the finals wrapping up. We got draft, and then your girl is out. He always knows when someone's planning a vacation he to the Caribbean. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Sense oh, yeah. It. He can sense it. She Where are we going like on vacation now? Um, we're going a little family trip to, to the Bahamas, okay. and then oh. in July, we've got Spain and Italy. Woo! A little Aki fish for you, man. What happened? Little Aki fish for you? There you go. Yes, all Some of it. Conch all of it. Yeah, oh, yes, Conkford is the whole bit. Mm, I can't wait. Conk, okay. Yeah. Monica McNutt, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're just talking about whether or not this is a disappointing season for the Heat. And, you know, I was arguing that after they get over the emotional, you know, it's not going to feel good to lose. But, man, they were in the finals against a juggernaut. They competed as hard as they could. They just weren't good enough. So... There's a lot of this last night, right? Contemplating all our various topics on our various programs today. <laughs> I think you have to acknowledge that during the regular season, they stunk. Like, they were yep. bad. Uh, yeah. They were yep. way short of expectations. Yep. Awful. Uh, they even stunk in the play- playing tournament. In the play, right? Yeah. Atlanta, Chicago, like, ugh. Um, and then I think there was this resurgence. Obviously, I, don't, I don't think there was a resurgence. Uh, improbable wins, series after series after series. So, yes, I agree with you 100%. In totality, this season is a success. Now, what I'm sort of grappling with is, what's the word I want? It, it, farce is too aggressive. I don't think it was phony. Mm. But, like, the sustainability of the ultimate goal is not there. Am I making sense? Yeah. I feel like I'm saying a lot of words. Absolutely. You know no. what I mean? Like, you're saying, you're saying their, their, their reach exceeded their grasp, but, yeah. he, but they were never going to be able to grasp yeah, it. Yeah, right? And so, like, you cannot knock them as an organization. There's something to heat culture for sure. Coach Spo, brilliant. Jimmy, one of the greatest in the game. They've done this twice now in a span of four years, but they keep coming up short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Monica, I was trying to, and Jay was to the degree, but then he had to go over to get up. For his responsibility over there. I was trying to knock some sense in the thick skull of Max's head and get him to understand <laughs> no matter what, if you are a true fan or a player, everything is a disappointment when That's you lose. Yeah. That it doesn't matter. If you are a fan mm-hmm. and you're a real fan and you bleed whatever red and black and gold or whatever their colors are, it, it, and you get cut and you bleed that, 
because you just got knocked out, you're going to feel it for a while. Max says, no, that's not true because you went in knowing you were never going to win. That's a lie. Nah, yeah, he, the Heat fans were all in on their real-life chances. So I, I think as someone whose home team, shout out to them and I shout out to the new front office and they're going to rebuild and be great, is the Washington Wizards, right? Yeah, let's Like go. there is this appreciation and gratitude for teams that perform well in the postseason and that is sort of the baseline standard. But everybody wants to win and then I think – Celtics too, right? For those teams that perform well in the postseason, at a certain point, they are like, all right, let's go. Like, are we going to win or are we going to blow this thing up and rebuild? What are we doing? Because even their standard is still the highest of the highest. So I'm with Key. I I, I think that there's a lot to be thankful for in terms of this particular year, but I do not expect that roster to look the same uh, come next season. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, Mike has like all – you've had great coaches. Like, coaches can only take you so far. Mm Mm-hmm strategies and culture can only take you so far. Either you have the horses that can get you over the hump or you don't. And the reality is Miami didn't have the same type of horses as Denver did. Period. And I had a, I had a, um, a professor in grad school who used to use this analogy uh, for our assignments. But I, you use the same thing here, right? Spoh's an incredible chef. But at some point, the groceries, if the groceries was from Whole Foods, it's a different level than the groceries that was from the corner store, right? Like, and I... It's beautiful. It smelled great. It tastes good. But ultimately, like nutritional value, all the things, the you just didn't have it. You just didn't have it. And I, that is not a knock. I think Gabe, Vincent, Max Cruz, those guys, whether they remain with the Heat or not, they have a chance to get paid yes. beyond their wildest dreams. As guys that had to gut it out through the G League, like people counting them out. There's so much to celebrate in this Heat story. But they're trying to celebrate championships, and that roster not quite it. All right, so can I ask you the follow-up question that everybody's going to be talking about today? Like, we had a conversation yesterday with Stephen A. Smith, and we didn't get a chance to really rebuttal. Uh-huh. But I'm curious to hear your answer. Is Jimmy Butler a superstar? I think Jimmy Butler's a superstar. Thank you. I think Jimmy Butler's a superstar. And I am not going to be overly enamored with scoring. I, I said this this morning. I'm waiting for two weeks, a month from now, when I hope, knock on wood, this is not true. But, like, the whatever procedure he's having done on his knee or ankle, like, he just was not right in my mind. Yes, the Heat. I agree. Me, yes, the Nuggets defense was stout and they were long. But I have never seen him look that hesitant because even against a long defender draw the contact see what happens I don't know that they were stout shot blockers in the way that he shouldn't have been looking at the basket do you think this is what I could come up with he knows he's got only so much left that he can do he knows they're going to need him in the fourth quarter if they could just keep it close let me preserve myself for the fourth quarter because he was he he gave it his best shot in the fourth he gave him a lead late in the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter you know that it seems to me he was preserving himself for high leverage moments I do think he was pacing himself a bit but I think the risk you run with pacing yourself is you don't have the rhythm and he Mm -hmm. still scored 12 or 13 in the fourth whatever it was um he's also Monica you know forgive this analogy but it's sort of like remember super friends Jay the Justice League, he's like, <laughs> everyone has superpower. Like, Jokic has superpowers. Uh-huh. And he's just like Batman or something. He's maxing out what a human being can do. You like that analogy, Jay? I hate you. <laughs> the caller brought that up earlier in the show. I don't know. Um, I, so Jimmy, much. I put Jimmy in the superstar class, but I will acknowledge that he's a different type of superstar. Like, he's to me, he's more of that Jokic ilk. Not in terms of the stats, but like guys that are low-key, just want to hoop. Mean it. He's going to give it to you on both sides of the floor. Last night I'm thinking, we've had plenty of conversations about who you take in the fourth, and it's tough see, to say I, anybody Monica, other than Jokic last yeah, night. See, I don't think Jimmy Butler's a potato. What and what mean? I mean by that is bland. Like, I think 
the Joker. Oh, I know okay, you basketball stop. players and you love his style, I, 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 but, but he's a potato. I can't, and the potato he, might be the, the, the worst thing without something on it. Okay. Plain potato, Can it be a sweet just, potato? Is that is that ooh, is that just, uh, sweet, potato. sweet potato? No, sweet potato more Jimmy Butler. <laughs> okay, because he got some mm. stuff. I'm, I'm he's got some key. stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But Joker just a potato. You got to you gonna have to dress it up a lot of different if ways. If he's a potato, he's like a truffle mashed potato. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> no, but Max, you putting something on it? Yeah, yeah. You got something too much pop on it. Jamal Murray. Wait, guys, you want more? Potatoes a fundamental food choice. Go ahead, John. Well, I see what you just did there. I love a French I see what you just did It's time for you to come up with an analogy. Everyone's coming up with an analogy. Um, Real quick, if you had to choose personality-wise, because both are prolific scorers, who is a better fit for the Miami Heat? I'm sorry to do this to your squad. Bradley Bill or Dame Lillard? We got 20 seconds. Oh, boy. I think I, I have not been in D.C. for three years. But my folks in D.C., uh, it's gotten a little tricky down there. And maybe that relationship has run its course. I think earlier in his career, I would have no hesitation on Brad's personality. But I think right now, present day, you've got to go Dame. The great Monica mm-hmm. McNutt, ladies and gentlemen. Much more KJM coming right up. Are the Nuggets going to be a dynasty? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.